Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience. That's not an outtake. Because <laughs> I'm Andrew. And I'm Jessica. And welcome to Swimcast. <laughs> Swimcast is the podcast where I make Andrew watch teen girl movies from the 90s and early aughts <laughs> uh, that he wouldn't have seen otherwise because he was an adult man living in Japan. That is correct. So there's a bit of an age difference between Jessica and myself. So I've watched a different set of movies than she has. I have not seen the same movies that Jessica watched as a teenager. So Jessica is correcting this error. <laughs> as we learned from last episode, my movies are better than your movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to start off by apologizing again for making us watch UHF, the Weird Al movie, because it was steaming garbage. <laughs> Yes, that don't go out and watch it because of this podcast, please. It was pretty bad. Now, I still endorse everything else that Weird Al has done. All of his <laughs> albums, when he was the the uh, music director of Comedy Bang Bang TV show, absolutely amazing. And go see him live if he comes to town. He puts on an amazing performance. Did you go? He was here like two weeks ago. I, I didn't even know that he was in town uh, until the day of. So no, but we uh, we have gone before. I surprised Caroline. Uh, I think it was a birthday? Birthday or gift? Anniversary. Birthday or anniversary. He just happened to be in town right around that date. So I surprised Caroline, managed to keep it a secret right until we got inside the theater. Oh, wow. Yes. So, and I saw the posters. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> there wasn't the, the, anybody like in Weird Al cosplay, like on the way in the gateway. I away. can't remember if there was anyone that kind of was tipping the hand, so to oh, speak, okay. by dressing like Weird Al in you know some variation of Weird Al. Weird Al, not Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but people do. People dress up but, like, as, they could have Weird dressed Al as Weird Al from different periods. Yeah, Weird Al as Michael well, Jackson, no. for example. Well, yeah. Fat they Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> yeah, if they dress up as him, it's as a character he's yeah. portrayed in the music video. Yeah. Uh. Amish <laughs> Paradise. Yeah, there's no <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, strongly endorse Weird Al, just not his movie UHF. <laughs> Don't watch that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, actually, I the only reason I knew he was here is because my young niece came to visit me for uh, about Wait, a week. is she into Weird Al? No, of course not. Okay. But I, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, like, What's wrong I was with Googling... This things to do okay in vancouver and that was one of the events listed on whatever oh i see so, so you're trying to condition yeah. her to think the things that you like are cool i i tried so <laughs> what we did end up doing is we went to the peony uh the day that 98 degrees was playing <laughs> jessica what's the peony what's the peony Oh, I guess. Oh, for our international listeners. For, for our international listeners. The Pacific National Exhibition, which makes it sound like more than just a fair. <laughs> a carnival. 
but it's been, it's been going and, on for a long yeah. time, and it's about a, food, two weeks. rides, and like farm animals. Yeah, yes. two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. it's yeah, but like a state fair, country fair. Right, but they've certainly what been they, upping the game when it comes to their concert series. Yeah. What they don't have, though, which I miss, because in Victoria, where I grew up, there's the Saanich Fair every year, which is similar. Like, it's a carnival, it has a bunch of animals, and you watch, like, people ride horses and, horses and things like that. But what the Saanich Fair has, what the Peony doesn't, is, like, a giant vegetable competition. Oh, wow! <laughs> so it's like... Oh, real? So, yeah, because the Peony has the... Yeah, it has all the 4-H... But yeah, in the Saanich Fair, there's a bunch of little old ladies who grow their giant carrots and they get ribbons for Amazing. them. And they bake apple pies and there's things that they've crocheted with ribbons. And <laughs> yeah, the giant vegetables though. Like there's... So somebody the, has the giant pumpkin. Yes. The, oh, the, okay. the pumpkins are the most impressive because yes, they're, they're legitimately monstrous. 600 pounds. Yeah. They have to weigh them on like a veterinary scale. Yeah. But... It's funnier than just the giant carrots, or it's like, wow, it's the biggest apple I've ever seen. Like, and it's, you know, it's just a large <laughs> apple. It's, right. it's on a little styrofoam tray with a ribbon beside it. <laughs> it's very quaint. Oh, I don't know. I, I still think the PNE with its Super Dogs show. That... It is next level. Yeah. Like, I, we went to see the Super Dogs. They have a soundtrack. It was like a song, like an original song recorded oh, wow. by some sort of like Blink 182 cover band. It was like, <laughs> it was like the theme was, uh, oh, it was some pun about magic with like bark or dogs. Abracadabra bark, I think. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, there was lasers and all these things and like original music and it was very silly and there was a game of thrones themed oh, part yes. where it was game of bones <laughs> which also was probably a porn <laughs> yeah yeah oh wow that does sound next level i because i don't think we've seen a super dog show in in a decade no because well, we don't generally go to the pne yeah uh so I thought it was just going to be dogs catching frisbees. I didn't, wasn't expecting oh, no, laser, no, even, lasers. Yeah, yeah. yeah this the does sound 2.0, but even the super dog show we went to, they were amazingly trained dogs. That, yeah. They do crazy tricks. Yeah, like oh. walking on their hind legs backwards and over a balance beam and things. The Very cute. See, I remember was the, the Borzoi going for the record of highest jump. Oh, because the Borzoi has... It's super tall, right? Yeah, it has yeah. Yeah, long, legs. long legs, and and they're known for jumping high. Yeah, there was one dog that jumped high, and then they had it was like a large mastiff, and so they when they had him go, and then they had the mastiff just completely knock over all of the <laughs> like the bolsters, like because it was like the horse jumping where they fall off, and they just had him plow right through the middle. It was it was oh, pretty cute. Oh, that's that's awesome. Oh. Yeah. But the reason you went to the PNE, because yeah. I don't think we mentioned that. I didn't think we yeah. got that far. We, you took. Oh yeah, I took, took my niece, niece to see 98 Degrees. Ah. Well, last year I made her go see Wilson Phillips. Right. <laughs> and this year, 98 Degrees to explain to her <laughs> how boy bands worked in the 90s. <laughs> and she kept saying things like, was this popular? Oh, <laughs> I was like, burn Kayla. Nice like, in the side. <laughs> I know. Oh, which brings me to, I, I made a note here. Confirmed by an actual teenage girl, BTS sucks. So, <laughs> suck it. End of discussion. 
Well, my niece would say otherwise. So. <laughs> oh, this was hilarious because I was asking my niece when we were in Ontario, you know, does she listen to BTS? Does she listen to Blackpink and, and other K-pop bands? And she goes, yeah, but she, a little bit, you know, she listens yeah. to other stuff as well. But she said, I don't like the girls who listen to it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Wow, judgy much. I I don't know what the wrong reason. I wasn't I wasn't even gonna oh, ask because it was just it was so funny that there were wrong reasons to listen to K-pop, which I disagree. I I just thought that was hilarious. There. What if the the wrong reason is they're being indoctrinated into like the. DPRK or something. Like there's, it, it's like that episode of The Simpsons where they hide subliminal messages in the boy band lyrics oh, to really? join the Navy. It was, was it even Netanyahu joined the Navy backwards? <laughs> <laughs> that would oh, be a wrong reason. I, wow. Okay. I have seen that episode. Reference. Yeah. Speak the one story. She's after the sunlight, sorry. Oh, okay. But is it, Behind Jessica now, oh. off the chair, so okay. she's a little frustrated. <laughs> ah, so what else did you do with your niece to indoctrinate her into 90s culture? Um, Anything else? Not, no, I didn't, wasn't trying to indoctrinate her too. I made her watch The NeverEnding Story, <laughs> which is, okay. I think it's 80. Fair but enough. yeah, because it took place in Vancouver, and then the next day when we went downtown, I was like, uh, uh, uh? see? <laughs> This building? Familiar? She's like, no, I fell asleep. I was like, okay. <laughs> I know it's like the weather wasn't the best when she was here, so I was struggling to uh, find stuff to do. Cause yeah, we went we went for a hike in mm. Deep Cove and managed to avoid most of the crowds. But I originally <laughs> and thought the bears. <laughs> oh, there's too many people for there to be bears. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness, yeah. But yeah, like I was thinking, oh maybe I'll take her on the Sea to Sky gondola, except. Oh, <laughs> oh right. Kaboom. Yeah. yeah. So that was also on our list of things to do. It's been around for several years now. A couple of years? Yeah. Like three, it, three or four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Squamish, which is a town between Vancouver and Whistler, they built something so that you might stop instead of zipping straight on through going to Whistler. Oh, for people who aren't into like hiking or climbing. Because otherwise well, oh, there's, there's still, that yeah. Too, yeah. So they built a gondola so that you could go up to the top of the mountains easily without having to crawl up it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, scale it. Scale it. Uh, mountaineering. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a there's a hiking trail, but then there's also the chief, which is like yeah. for like climbing. climbing. Serious climbers yeah. who like death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every mountain climber knows somebody who's died. Well, just recently there was somebody tried to uh, parasail off the chief and then caught oh. a bad wind and then one of the like wings for like of the thing got stuck in a log jam in the water because it he hit oh, the water no. at an angle yeah but they he met they managed to rescue him and oh, airlift him good, to a hospital good, yeah. so but yeah yeah so that was also on our agenda when we had some time off this summer we were going to go and do this and we picked a date and i think it was about three or four days before, it was sabotage. Somebody literally cut the cable. And, which is amazing, because a gondola cable is a huge metal cable. Yeah, that wasn't uh, just random mischief. 
Yeah. It was like it, environmental terrorism. <laughs> or like, which is a bit of an oxymoron, but I, yeah. it seems like it was in protest of development. I guess, but to cut a cable like that is pretty tough. Premeditated. And, yes, and the fact that it didn't snap and kill the person who was cutting it is also right. bloody amazing. Yeah, because the fact they did it at like four in the morning, because it was definitely, yeah. like, they weren't trying to hurt people, obviously, because you mm-hmm. could hurt or oh, yeah, kill many people. But I guess you Every you gondola fell to the ground. Yeah, like two thirds, 20 of the 30 gondola cars smashed. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. So, so that kind of <laughs> blew that I know, plan. I was like, what a, what, a, what a terrible world we live in. <laughs> But that was also, yeah, with Caroline and I, we had a few days off, and because it was our anniversary. Happy uh, anniversary! Oh, <laughs> and so we went out, had a fancy lunch at a fancy restaurant downtown. Oh, and we went for facials. <laughs> <laughs> pampering. Yes. Some couples pampering, that's very nice. Yeah. I think we need to start keeping these intros a bit tighter. Like all of our episodes have been creeping and creeping. Pretty oh, soon know, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a four-hour, <laughs> like Ken Burns documentary. <laughs> this so, is right. true. Uh, when we first started making these, I was wondering how we were gonna fill half an hour to forty minutes, and we've been over an hour pretty. Oh, much. the last few four episodes five, we've yeah. been pushing seventy-five minutes, and I was like, wow, this. Yeah. Let's cut out some of this nonsense. All right. Okay, so let's let's pivot let's, to film. Yeah, let's pivot to film. So what are we watching? So uh, as we discussed in a, a recent episode about the decades, because we, they originally were saying oh '90s movies, but we're finding that the the fives are more right. more fitting. So this movie is pushing it in there, at 2006, but it very much is of the genre of the theme. It's 2006's She's the Man. Okay. A star vehicle for Amanda Bynes pre-breakdown. Okay. See, I, I know the name, but I don't know much about her. I've never... I don't think I've seen any yeah. of her She work. was a Nickelodeon? Like, she had her own oh, sitcom or so sketch show on, like, Nickelodeon or something. Yeah, she was a child of star. one of these... Yeah. So she had, a, like, a post-child star breakdown. Apparently she's doing well now. She went to fashion school or something. But, oh. Well, yeah, because it was drugs or bipolar or something, something. <laughs> she had a whole bunch of bad things. But, yeah, good on her. She's doing well. So we can enjoy this film guilt-free without having to be, like, sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I think similar to 10 Things I Hate About You that we watched the first time round. Yes. Uh, this also is based on a Shakespeare play. This one is based on Twelfth Night. So okay. the premise is she wants to play on the boys' soccer team because they're better, but obviously they won't let her because she's girl. So she dresses up as her twin brother. She has a she has a twin brother in the movie, but he's at boarding school or something. So she assumes so she, his identity. Oh, okay. To play to play boys soccer. So, okay, so this yeah. is this a is mistaken a theme. identities. It's the Twelfth yeah. Night. It's a very yeah, and, and well torn there's, there's tale. Dozens well, of movies that employ this theme, masquerading as a, a boy when you're a yeah, girl. or the other way around, like Ladybugs, which is also a soccer movie where Jonathan Brandis dresses up oh, like a girl to oh, play girl soccer. <laughs> What's, what's the one in the Wayans movie? White oh, Chicks? Yeah. <laughs> That's not quite the same. It's yes, more, it is. It's more the hot chick starring Rob Schneider, where, like, he's Rachel McAdams in Rob Schneider's body. <laughs> <laughs> wow, adding that one to the list. 
Who was a TV show starring Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari? Bosom Buddies. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had to pretend they were. Oh, was it so odd couple? Living a sorority because they they needed either a sorority yeah. or a woman's only apartment. Isn't that also like the odd couple? Didn't have to do that. It was like similar. No. Oh okay. No, but bosom buddies. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Tom Hanks and the other Peter Scolari. Guy. Good knowledge. I Good guess. knowledge, Caroline. <laughs> That's like the name I remember. <laughs> You're uh, she's like Peter Scolari and some other guy. I think he's oh, been in stuff. That other guy, um, Tom. <laughs> Tom Banks. something. Yeah, Tom <laughs> Banks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that it's known as like it's the Peter Scolari like above the title name and then also starring Tom <laughs> Hanks down. <laughs> awesome. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So why don't we roll into this movie? Let's do it. Okay. And I've never heard Andrew laugh so loud in my entire <laughs> life. But it was, yeah, there was a certain scene. Are we going to just drop right into that scene? <laughs> no, we can get to it. I'm just okay, implying okay. that. I, yeah, I had enjoy, to stop the DVD uh, because I was laughing too hard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. But wow. Okay. It's fun. Okay, let's we'll start. Did you enjoy this movie? I had to warm up to it. Yeah. But by the end, yes, it was a pretty good movie. And I think a lot of it, you know, when when we started the movie and they're showing all the, the title sequences and everything comes up with DreamWorks. This is a DreamWorks movie. And I'm going, OK, I'm wondering if this is going to be better. And yes, you there's certainly a higher quality level to a DreamWorks movie than most of the other movies <laughs> that we've right. seen. You know, yeah. they have the budget and the expertise. During the soccer games, the camera work following the like feet the Matrix, and the balls. yeah, kind it, of it style. was yeah, it it was certainly a much uh, better put together movie. Overall, like I found what really was clangy at the beginning was the whole gender thing where she's trying to be a guy and and it was just oh it was super cringy oh like her performance her performance yeah because like the whole premise is based on that play right yeah yeah yeah. so her uh, trying to fit in as a guy pretending to be a guy yeah not really believing it yeah herself you know she the friend had to basically drag her out of the car to get her to go and do it yeah and uh yeah it was very oh that was just hard to watch as a guy yeah okay caroline has her hand up <laughs> question whose idea was it for her to masquerade as a boy and go to the school her own because she wanted oh, to play on the soccer team you should have watched the movie carol no. <laughs> Cringy. Cringy. Yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, it was her performance that was like, well, I think we were saying before she had her own sketch show on Nickelodeon. So everything was like, oh, I have a rubber face, pulling faces and being over the top and very, um, like, improv student, you know, where everything is too big. And and kid show acting. And it it kind of, yeah, 
I guess that was a bit ugh, hard yeah. to watch at the beginning, but it got toned down as yeah, she yeah. fit in and... Because then the plot needed to advance. Like, right. if she kept being that over the top, you would never believe that I don't think all the misunderstandings the would the be happening. I yeah, because you'd be like, this person is crazy. She would have been carted off immediately, right? right? So she right. had to tone it down to, like, actually be like her brother for all of those, you know, mistaken identity yes. things oh, to happen. And this, this perfect world where the brother just happens to be running away to England with his band to go play some concerts. And, yeah. And, oh, can you cover for me, like phone the school and just say I'm sick. And yeah. so this gives her this window of opportunity. Yeah. Well, I mean, this you, perfect need to, storm. you need some sort of inciting incident for these like movies to focus around. And exactly. Perfect storm. It's literally, well, was Twelfth Night? Or no, I'm mixing it up with The Tempest. I think there was a storm in Twelfth Night too. Like there's a shipwreck and uh, that's why. It gives she, the opportunity. Yeah. To act creates, like the. Yes. The brother, I think, uh, I don't know if they're brother or sister in the, the play, I can't remember. That one I did read in high school, but I do not remember mm. any of the details, yeah. So, no, but by the end, I liked the movie <laughs> at the end. It was just hard at the beginning, and then by by the end it was fine. Well, I think it's like... A, a good movie. Yeah, I think the screenplay actually, because we mentioned in the beginning, like, I think the screenplay is the same writers who did the 10 things i hate about you so the shakespeare adaptation and maybe also clueless i can't remember mm. i think we did we look into the writers of some of the other terrible movies we watched <laughs> like that's the only thing they ever did and it was they took it too seriously and it's garbage like the, i remember specifically the drive me crazy the melissa joan hart movie where yes. like okay. the writer was all like super protective of it and didn't oh, want the Britney right. stuff and then yeah. it was like and there were other who, things who that he even was are you about. Yeah, yeah exactly whereas this one like they're established um, yeah you know. and they're they're not gonna try and keep things out to protect their storyline yeah just, they're, well they're I mean they have writers. the source material they're script writers they have the studio behind them like you said yeah. so the makings of the quality and in 2006 Amanda Bynes was a genuine draw her name's above the title on the DVD case. This was like Channing Tatum's first movie. So, like, he doesn't even get a mention. <laughs> oh, uh, partway through the movie, I really annoyed you by saying, is that Channing Tatum who we've been watching for half the movie now? <laughs> yeah, but meanwhile, Caroline walked in partway through and go, oh, that's Channing Tatum. <laughs> See? We know. <laughs> Why did... Well, he, his face, Caroline. You recognize his face. face I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's small eyes. He's he does. He looks like a potato. <laughs> I recognized him about halfway through the movie <laughs> because he's uh, well, quite a bit younger. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I figured. It out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no one else really in this movie was anybody. <laughs> right, right. I, yeah. I don't recognize, and we looked at the names in the credits. Yeah, I think and they're nothing. all like working actors, but. Yeah. And the mom, the mom, because you're like, who's oh, the mom? And the, the I mom forget her name. Stood out. Yeah, who was the mom? I, I forget her name. I wanted it. Julie Haggerty. I'm Julie Haggerty. It was oh, okay. like, yeah, but yeah. yeah, so she was like a character actress, like from the right. 70s, 80s. And right? you said that airplane she was in an airplane. airplane too. Yeah. So that's where I, I've, I've seen those movies, yeah. and uh, I would know her from that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what her role was in those movies. Well, that's she's a character oh, actress. Oh, Julie right? Haggerty. 
she played the flight attendant. Flight at one of the yeah. flight attendants. I, I, that was just an assumption yeah. because she was a, a woman in, in a movie 70s, about airplanes in the seventies. In the seventies, so yeah. Who else so would she, she was be? a flight attendant. Was right. she the pilot? No. No. <laughs> but there is a scene where they have to get the autopilot to work, but the autopilot is like a blow-up pilot doll. <laughs> and I, oh and God, so like I'm... they press a button and the autopilot kind of inflates to <laughs> sit there like a pilot. And then at one point the auto, the inflation doesn't work, so they have to inflate it manually. And of course the air valve is down in the oh, yeah. area. So <laughs> she has to be the one to inflate. inflate. It. Yeah, oh, and, and somebody walks in and goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, I have. I think I, I've seen that movie, but I was probably really little and didn't understand what right. was happening with any of the gags. Yeah, and the other like uh, cameo type appearance was obviously David Cross. Oh, oh, yes, principal, yeah. The creepy, creepy headmaster. That... Oh, he's so creepy. He's so good at being creepy. He was great. He was what kept me in the movie in the first half. Because like, without him, I'd be like, oh my God. Like when he when he went to sit down, but instead jumped up on the chair with both feet. I, that's probably where that's where the movie started to get good. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was hilarious as yeah. in that role, and and that kept me in the movie long enough to for the movie to win me over. To on. start making sense, yeah, because yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. you're right, the whole beginning, like first half hour, was just mm. a series of gags. Right. And they weren't even. Funny. Uh, getting the universe to align yeah. for these things to happen. We were saying Amanda Bynes' performance, a lot of just goofy faces and her accent. Like why when she was pretending to be a boy, was she like Jamaican? But then she was oh, also yeah, doing there were, yeah, there were a some Sammy weird... Davis Jr. impression at some point. <laughs> there were some weird things going on in, in her performance yeah. as a guy. Which like is crazy because every time a woman impersonates a man, they do exactly the same voice and she didn't do that voice. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> a bit, and the crazy thing was when she was the boy character, mm -hmm. She really looked like uh, prep school kids that I could think of when I was that age. And yeah. She really did not look like a girl pretending to be a guy. She yeah. did look like. Yeah, well, one yeah, of the I think because she has like that round, really youthful face. Mm. So she's not like a super sexy girl. Yeah. So she has that just young face that could be right. a young and boy, young girl, just she childlike. She padded out the clothes to make her look kind of like that yeah. chubby guy. And like, luckily at the time that Justin Bieber hairstyle was in. So mm. <laughs> if it was some sort of like shorn, tightly oh. shorn haircut, you couldn't really do yeah, that with a wig. So styles. you need like the shaggy wig with like the shaggy bangs. Right. Because she wouldn't have been able to... Shaggy bangs looks yeah. in the movie. Like the the actual brother yeah. uh, had that mop top look. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. It was that was a terrible time for men's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that because it's like I said, this was 2006, so I'm glad like I went through adolescence before that was like the hairstyle of the cute boys. My friend who's about 10 years younger than me, all the guys she had like teen crushes on, I look at their hair and I just go, oh god. It's all just like these bangs that just swoop across the forehead, like long, Oh no. <laughs> See, I mean, the hairstyles when I was, you know, in like, you know, 10 years before this were the frosted tips. Frosted tips. <laughs> we, but in the moment it was fine. <laughs> 
or the like the severe mushroom cut like parted down the middle the nick carter curtains oh. as it were but still i think that's still better than the like bangs yeah long in the <laughs> it's like a reverse mullet it was like long in the front and short at the back with yeah. like spikies oh terrible hair uh -huh. terrible hair you know what was also terrible in this time frame what? was the music <laughs> Right? This actually had a few songs in it. They had a lot of sound-alike songs. Yeah, they, I, they, wrote, I wrote well, down, is this, I love rock and roll. Oh. <laughs> it was, but it wasn't. It, wasn't it was the same chord progression during this. It almost. It was like the, like the class, you know, yeah, the first two chords. I wasn't thinking it was that song. I yeah. thought it was almost like the Laverne and Shirley theme. Or, <laughs> uh, you know, punk. Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah, there were a lot of knockoff songs. Yeah. There were a couple of songs that we knew, like All American Rejects, Rejects Dirty Little Secret. I <laughs> yeah, and that. Move Along. And Forever by the Veronicas. I, I recognize that song yeah. from that era. I but don't. yeah. <laughs> nope, not at all. Uh, yeah, not that these were great songs or. But, but what was the, the one we should down Da Beat Boy? Oh, <laughs> Jump up I, by Da Beat Boy, yeah. which was also on the Bring It On soundtrack. <laughs> like maybe Wait, that, the that studio just owned that, it and that owned the rights, and they're just like, we're gonna put this we're as some sort of here. like, y'all get ready for this like hype <laughs> sports movie soundtrack. <laughs> Yes, and we did notice a Sum 41 poster. <laughs> yes, the, the sums. sums. They've made it into another movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then in the credits, you saw that there was Barbie Girl by Aqua, but they yeah, did, it was where? totally not in the movie. Where? If I, it, it was so background. It was probably it only when they released the like official soundtrack on CD. Oh, that's like so it was probably there. You know would... how they add extra songs? So but it definitely wasn't in the movie. Extra songs on a soundtrack. Oh yeah, they, they gotta the pad it because the movie is uh, all just like weird instrumentals. So they have to pad it into like a so ten they to twelve that track. Was hip at the time and put it in there. No, that was ten years old at that point. Oh really? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, maybe it was really quiet in the background or something. Like yeah, it certainly during... didn't stand out. And and I like. Okay, shocking. I'm a big fan of Aqua. <laughs> I, I I love Aqua. Yeah, it's basically so. perfect music. <laughs> Okay, we're in agreement. Yeah, but, I know. I so watched... we should have heard it. You know, I know. One of the two of us should have been able to pick it out if it was there. Oh, absolutely. We would have been freaking out. I know. I've been singing to myself a lot. I've been watching through all the old Indiana Jones movies lately, so I'm always singing Dr. Jones to myself, the Aqua song. Oh, who's that other band? Prozac. Oh, Prozac. Oh, my God. Who, I thought they were British, but they're Canadian. Yeah, they were the two guys from the Philosopher Kings. Oh. I just, well, because they had I'm fake. I'm a ball of charade. <laughs> this comes up at least. Fake... Yeah, we, yeah, okay. This we've... comes up all the time. <laughs> we, we, we've talked about this before. Okay, moving on. <laughs> was there anything else to say about the music? No, no it was unremarkable. Really. No. It was very. I mean, it didn't hurt the movie. It wasn't as, yeah. as well, it was just... empty of music as other movies. Uh, yeah. The other ones that didn't have any music, there were ones that really didn't have much music at all. Yeah. It just had score. Yeah. Like it wasn't sweeping, you know, classical score, but it was just sort of music to fit. Like when there was all the fist fights, there was some like energetic music playing mm. or 
a score written for the movie. Yeah. Okay. Not right. much to say about music. No. Moving on. So even though this is 2006, there was still all the 90s things in it, which like, I'm just going to say 90s is a giant catch-all term for like the past 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> so because we were watching it on DVD, when we plugged the DVD in, we had all the trailers. Oh, right, like the, right, right, right. The trailer for Laguna Beach season two on MTV. <laughs> I'm like, and it was weird because at the beginning of that trailer, because I didn't recognize what it was. No, I didn't course. either at oh, first. Okay. I'm not, and, it took me a yeah, few seconds. Yeah. But it played at the beginning like it was a movie trailer, like another 90s well, yeah, teen movie trailer. Well, because there was first there was a trailer for Failure to Launch with oh, Matt God. McConaughey and Sarah Jessica Parker, oh, which is like gross. a different gross, target gross, gross, audience. Gross, gross, gross. I'm going to watch it when I go home. Gross, gross, it looked gross, good. Gross. <laughs> no, it looks so good. I'm gonna watch it later. And then, yeah, and then this Laguna yeah. Beach trailer kicked off. I thought on. it was like a 90s teen movie. And then, it, as you're watching it, because it, it was a long trailer, and then you go, no, this is a reality show. Yeah. And that's a real demarcation from 90s and stuff before to like reality shows, which yeah. really were starting well, to be in full stride by. That right, point. it's like video killed the radio star, so it's like yeah. reality shows killed, killed the scripted television star. Yeah, killed anything. Yeah, because as soon as I recognized, <laughs> recognized Lauren Conrad, and then I was like, oh, shit, this is the Hills, and then it was Laguna Beach. I could, I never watched Which is either. Hills. I can't remember, uh, but they were they were circa when the OC was on oh, TV. I okay. watched the OC. I love I know the, the OC. name Lauren Conrad. I because she's like a she's like a goop now she has like a uh, lifestyle okay. website <laughs> jade eggs. Do you have a jade egg <laughs> i remember i told you it's it's the mandela effect because oh yeah 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 because you went to, to the goop website the goop and searched website. products you tried jade to find egg, the jade and egg and there's no no this, result this does not exist <laughs> you never knew about this. there were posts about it but they don't sell them so, <laughs> no. don't don't put in that drop <laughs> okay yeah and then there was the third trailer was for a movie called all you've got starring ciara and oh, cheetah girls and yes. it's like bring it on no, but one one a one person, cheetah girl one cheetah girl. i don't know what the cheetah girls were uh, but it was like bring it on with volleyball yes yeah <laughs> i was like i'm adding that to the list it looks terrible <laughs> It this film like is not yet garbage. rated. Like, I yeah. don't think it ever got released. <laughs> We're going to have to go to the dark web for that. <laughs> oh, well, one of the things we talked about, too, was at the beginning, this movie is filmed in Vancouver. <laughs> so they're playing uh, playing soccer. Oh, yeah, soccer, soccer yeah. At, at the beach. But Oh, yeah, like the bikini tell... beach party montage. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you could tell that the they had gone in and edited the sky to make it blue. I know. It because was... it's Vancouver. Yeah. It was obviously overcast. Yeah. Uh, so they, they had made the sky blue uh, in post. You could tell that the sand on the beach was wet. Yeah, because there was a lot of... That's why maybe why they had a lot of that editing where they used, like, the negative colors where they make... You know, where they flip the color. Right. And, like, to pause and then be, like, a name in the credits and then more people playing soccer and then freeze frame and then... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing yeah. all that that stuff to kind of distract you from... The gray, Vancouver gray, gray, gray sky. Yeah. 
That was hilarious. Yeah. It was probably cold too. It was probably weekend. like this, because it was right before when they went back to school. So it was probably like this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's Although funny. This is a great Labor Day weekend. It is. Yeah. So jumping back to the 25 year 90s. <laughs> I think we had the same thing in 10 Things I Hate About You where it was mostly the style because the story obviously is the classic plot. They didn't, mm -hmm. you know, work in a lot of, of the time things into the plot. But, well, I already touched on like the Bieber hair is terrible. <laughs> like the girls all had really bad hair. Like they had weird choppy layers and really bad dye jobs. And I was like, was that only 13 years ago that hair was that bad? Oh, but the weird thing about this, which it's a little clangy, maybe American movie, is that you know the mom is a country club mom oh the junior league debutante ball thing yes, yeah exactly and and so there was that so they, these were rich kids and the debutantes and i don't know that there's a debutante that's a very that's a american thing, american thing like, yeah. i think it's, but i mean it was weird I mean, there are rich families here and they probably have fancy <laughs> balls and stuff yeah. It's not the same. It I, does not I associate it with either probably the East Coast where there's the old rich families or the South where it's very like traditional. Mm -hmm. And well, obviously this is a make-believe place. It was Verona or something. Right. Like, you know, some <laughs> Shakespeare place name, Vancouver. <laughs> but there was no indication of where it was taking place. Maybe Pacific Northwest, again, very like... 10 things I hate about you, but they never implied where they were, where, True. you know, like it could have been <laughs> Milwaukee, it could have been right. Oregon, like you have, there was Canada's no... Canada standing in for everything everywhere else. not Canada. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, what killed me too was the fact that their soccer coach was British. Oh yeah, I was he, oh yeah, I forgot the cameos, Vinnie Jones. Yeah, he was oh, awesome. Oh, he must have needed money. <laughs> Cause yeah, he's like in all the Guy Ritchie movies, like the the tough oh, guy. Oh, okay. And okay. I think because he used to be he used to be a professional soccer player who he played for one of the teams was Chelsea, and then all the posters in uh, Channing Tatum's room were all Chelsea football. Oh, I wonder. I okay, bet I you that was intentional. That. Oh, I'm glad you yeah. caught that. I needed to do a bit of googling, but yeah. Oh, he was awesome as the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he was just so needlessly intense. <laughs> He always plays like hitmen, and here right. he is playing a high, like a prep school, high school soccer coach. <laughs> you just thought like he's gonna cave someone's head in at any moment. <laughs> yes, he was surprisingly restrained like, yeah. when he was going in to stop the fights. So, you know, he could have. Well, he knocked one kid down. Yeah, oh yeah, he just, no, that was when he was trying to get to the fight. He grabbed one kid, the front of one kid's shirt, and just like threw him on the ground. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh, he was awesome. That yeah. also definitely kept me kept me in the movie. Yeah. His hilariousness. Oh, there was hazing. Oh, Ooh, gross. Oh, gross, gross, gross. gross. yeah. I think we've kind of well, I taken mean, like, care of stopping that. Well, I mean, we, one should hope. But yeah, uh, like, I was going to say, like, once we got to discussing, like, how this movie, like, holds up, like, I was just going to say with a blanket... Thing that obviously this movie does not deal well with gender norms but that i mean the movie <laughs> uh, yeah. wouldn't exist without it so like you kind of have to well you can't take it out of the equation but everything we're saying is with that acknowledged and like yeah okay yes <laughs> 
Because, like, oh, stop playing soccer like a girl. But, like, they did touch on it no. a few times. <laughs> the first high school. Yeah. That soccer coach. Oh, yeah. He, talking about the scientific fact that boys are faster, stronger, and more athletic, athletic than, than girls. girls. But that was obviously played to show that he was being such a jerk. and Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, part of the contrivance of trying to get the situation to work, right? Right, because, yeah, if she absolutely can't play for the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, another thing that really irked you, colorful science. The colorful science. Yeah, so, like, in things that show up in every movie, when they're in their science class and they're just pouring liquids together and they're changing colors, and, like, it was always just vinegar and baking soda, like, overflowing, but it was right. all different colors. <laughs> like... No! Science doesn't change color! <laughs> or not like that. Yeah, well that was, it was literally vinegar with food coloring and baking soda. <laughs> I was like, try harder school science, or TV science and movie science classes. Oh, there was also the uh, incel creepy obsessed dude. <laughs> <laughs> called incel but he was like i he, i wrote down he was the bogey lowenstein because he was like <laughs> the super rich snooty kid but yeah who was also obsessed with olivia oh, oh the fact that he had her face on a pillow, a pillow printed the, on a yeah pillow. i wrote i was like that's fine but the fact that he had a spider was like the uh, really a creepy yeah, part a tarantula as a pet that was the creepy part to me <laughs> <laughs> and then he talked to it like you would talk to it cat well when he was he was revealing his evil plans that's true oh okay yeah <laughs> you yeah, have to have a way to it was like a out. cat like a like a hairless cat or something <laughs> oh and the carnival the, okay, yeah it was the fundraiser yeah, this, carnival this, yeah this movie didn't have like the house party with like the guy carrying right the amp, right yeah but that, the carnival is like didn't have a house party. yeah but it really did have a needed, carnival needed a house party yeah but <laughs> It had this weird carnival, though, because there were things that were in the carnival that are some weird stereotype. The kissing booth? Oh, okay. Yeah, the kissing booth. But even before that, the stilt walkers. The guy on the stilt blowing fire? Yeah, because yeah, he's that's, more, that's a circus, oh. not a carnival. Yeah. 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 Well, but, it was it was so low budget. I know, but the, the kissing booth, uh, you know, come on. Is that old writers? Like, was that even a thing? Like, in the fifties, it was really. Yeah, I think I was it like, was. That's back so in the, gross. But certainly not. I don't even think it, so when I was a teenager that that was kind of a thing. Or is it just an American movie thing? It's like, well, yeah, because they had to have it so that they swap out at the last minute. Like yeah, that's uh, it. that happens all the time, right? Because right? they're like, I'm gonna go in the kissing booth, and that's my chance to kiss the crush or whatever and like yeah. it worked both genders too i've seen it yeah. but, but at it, least they paid lip service to the fact that yeah only 200 guys before you have kissed her <laughs> i know but then when they finally showed her she was so grossed out and this like gross guy was kissing her i'm like that is, is sexual assault yeah that is like well, that is, is super creepy it's gross. so gross Awful. and then like the like all oh, the little nine-year-old oh well the, 12-year-old boy who has a bunch of tickets. Yeah. And he's a little creepster. Well, he's like, you don't have to flirt with her. That's why you're paying for it. I was like, <laughs> that child is now the president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, or oh. in jail, or both. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Oh. Oh my god. It was, yeah, I was just so gross. And I was like, 
what's that? Like, I took it for granted that it's been in a ton of movies, but I'm like, that's really, really gross. <laughs> You, you can't do that! It's not okay. <laughs> oh, and something that I'm always harping on about is Sebastian's rich girlfriend, Monique, is too old for the part. That oh, she's yeah. Playing. She, yeah. You know, she's clearly 27, and yeah. she's playing a teenage debutante. Yeah. No. <laughs> part of that was her like her really bad hair and makeup though that aged her i don't know how old the actress is i couldn't look it up oh i've okay, seen her though she's on like walking yeah. dead or something i've seen her in stuff yeah but, but oh she just looked too old for the part yeah Ooh. i kind of i kind of liked her though like because she was a bit unhinged and a bitch but it, i liked how whenever she'd be like get a hit on by somebody and she wasn't interested she'd just be like ew yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, guys oh. with faces like yours do not talk to girls with asses like, like mine. mine. Yeah, I was like, it's confidence. I like her. <laughs> she made me laugh. Oh. Just yeah, some more like '90s stuff or stereotypes before we like move on. There was obviously the fashion, the pants, the pants that Channing Tatum was wearing were so terrible. They're super <laughs> wide leg, and then he kept wearing a Ducati leather motorcycle jacket and he drove a motorcycle i was like that's gross it was like when uh on friends when joey wanted people to think he had a ferrari so he just wore like head to toe ferrari <laughs> branded clothing like it was not great and then there was the ex-boyfriend justin with his popped collar like it was Pop, like yes. starched popped it was collar. so it was so upright <laughs> Ah, yeah. Well, that that's certainly a preppy thing. That goes all the way back oh, yeah. to the 80s. And remains the thing. 80s, and then remains the thing. Really? Oh. Well, yeah, like in frats and whatnot uh, in the yeah. America. But yeah, just it was so intentional and <laughs> it made me laugh. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I did notice. Oh, I guess it was um, the brother. Sebastian. Sebastian. I did notice at the beginning, just as he's taking off, he's wearing a, a Violent Femmes t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Which he's was the... a band from, like, my era. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Blister, he... in the, blister on the sun, in the sun. Violent Femmes, that song. Oh. I... That's the only one I know. Oh, I mean, it okay. might not even be them. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, because he was the, he was the, I'm, like, an edgy rock star yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. So he's liking, liking this band from 10 years before. Yeah. He's, like, cool enough to know about yeah, yeah, and even though he wasn't in the movie, he still ended up like wooing the hot girl for being like the outsider, sensitive one who with yeah. his lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and flip phones. Oh yeah, I wrote. <laughs> I literally have flip phones written right here. Yeah, that was weird to see. Yeah. <laughs> but at least everyone had cell phones. Yeah. Yeah, that, that it wasn't like these other movies where cell phones magically don't exist. Yeah, exactly. As well as 2006, I don't think they could have gotten... Well, because Bring It On was 2000. There was a fairly significant cell phone evolution between 2000 and 2006, though. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Could, I guess you could kind of make a movie before then pretending that cell phones well, aren't a thing. Yeah, and they would have had, like, the giant ones, like, clueless. So you <laughs> to, like, well, you have to, like, pull the antenna out. <laughs> right. Yeah. There were also dumb things like the game fight and how that didn't, again, like we've talked about this before, a fight in a game and, and where everybody on the team was oh, getting yeah. into it, how that didn't stop the, 
the, the game, game all together. Oh, because Vinny Jones was like, are we going to fight or are we going to play football? And yeah. it was like, well, you listen to Vinny Jones, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll murder you. Yeah, exactly. Like the ref and the principal, they're all just too scared of him. Oh, oh and then the high school cheerleaders. Even oh. though they were a very small part of this movie. They were like... They were... Like, they were just the hot girls shaking their ass. They weren't like the Bring It On cheerleaders where they were doing real athletic uh, things. That's true, yeah, they were more They just had booty shorts yes. and like sparkly pom-poms and were, like they were like the sea lions, right? Like, ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the opposite of Bring It On where they're, they are the athletes. <laughs> <laughs> and the soccer team is like, nobody cares about because right. they suck. This was like, ooh, the soccer team and male sports teams and all their homophobia and their <laughs> macho bullshit and all that so <laughs> just a quick aside that the fee lions are the cheer squad for the bc lions which is part of the cfl the canadian football league everyone who listens different. to this lives in vancouver so they oh, know this okay <laughs> if you don't live in vancouver the canadian football league it's different from the NFL because yeah. we have a 55-yard line <laughs> <laughs> and we only have a few and teams. all the athletes have like summer jobs. Right. <laughs> and want to be in the NFL. Yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock. The Rock played for like oh my God. the Calgary Stampeders. <laughs> I'd forgotten that tidbit <laughs> of knowledge. Yeah. Shame. Shame what happened to his career. <laughs> Could have, could have made it big in the CFL. So oh. before I get to my list, Andrew, did you have any Mila Kunis's in this, in this movie? We can, um, like, we can, I can pull up the ages right now. That'll help you. <laughs> well, not exactly. Uh, you know, Amanda Bynes. No, not really. Well, like we said, she has that baby face. So like, she, I think she was probably yeah. like twenty four or twenty five. Movie. So no, not her, not the other super hot girl. What was her name? Olivia. She had fantastic skin though. Like she's like <laughs> glowing. I was like, oh, her skin's so beautiful. But I guess she was supposed to be young, so that's why. So yeah, no, not really. Although... Eunice, did Eunice do it for you? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Eunice did it for me. I love Eunice. Eunice was amazing. Uh, she was. <laughs> Uh, she was oh it wasn't just a one-off uh she wasn't a one-off joke yeah it just kept coming back to eunice and she was hilarious at every <laughs> with her time. headgear and her oh, braces head, yeah, and her glasses yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, so, again her intensity scares people yeah <laughs> but she's like librarian hotness you know you <laughs> take the... off the headgear and the braces and, and she's she's a gorgeous girl <laughs> you know like, like the librarian I... lets her hair down oh, shakes yeah. it out yeah oh the hot girl taking off glasses but yes of yeah, course. yeah 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 so so eunice uh but she didn't have that moment in this movie you're just assuming that in I'm, real life she, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 she'll grow out of the braces stage and, but yeah and she was, she was so funny. She was so hilarious and, and, and funny in this movie. I, I liked it. <laughs> I liked her a lot. That was funny. Oh yeah, and like because the what? Ginger snaps. Ginger snaps. Oh my god. <laughs> Explain. Is she, Explain. Is ginger the snaps. Who plays Eunice is Emily Perkins. Yes. The lead plays the lead in Ginger Snaps. What is explain? It is a horror movie. Oh. And it's 
is it supposed it's not supposed to be a comedy right it's it is a scary horror movie but it's that's a, why i haven't it's seen really horror. it's oh uh, it it's interesting it's an interesting movie <laughs> oh, and what werewolf too isn't it it's like a, it's, it's a werewolf, werewolf where she's kind of changing form uh it's it's different from your average horror movie it's it's still scary i don't like scary movies yeah but ginger snaps yeah oh, okay <laughs> that's uh, so funny so she yeah, yeah. so yeah eunice but I love that, like, the one friend, like, Toby, he, like, when they first showed her, he's like, I don't know, she's got something, and everybody, like, made fun of him, and then when oh, he went on the date the with end. Sebastian, he's like, when I liked her, you guys all made fun of me, like, screw <laughs> you guys, I hate high school. <laughs> and then at the end, they start making out, yeah, it was cute. That, yeah. That, 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 I like that, that middle mini, funny, like, yeah. D storyline. Exactly, yeah. yeah, 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 that, that, that kept coming back up was absolutely hilarious, yeah. and that that was pretty good they wrote that really well uh, so then yeah oh, what about you for my list of cute boys let me just check my list <clears throat> all of them what <laughs> i didn't see that coming <laughs> well channing tatum was an obvious okay but yeah they were all very cute and they all seemed about like 27 years old so <laughs> that's why it was easy <laughs> Yeah, like the ex-boyfriend, even though he was a jerk, like he's very cute. He looked like um, Chris Klein from the American Pie movies. Okay, yeah, I see yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even like the be the it. like the gay best friend, the hairstylist, he was right. so cute. Oh, even the the creepy stalker guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, like he was I guess, traditionally handsome. Yeah, the brother, guy. the brother, also cute. But he had that Bieber haircut. But he was cute though. Oh, okay. He looks like. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. But a, like a cute Ed Sheeran. A, yeah. A cute, uh, less talented Ed Sheeran, sure. okay. I would imagine. <laughs> and probably like a foot taller. <laughs> yeah. I was okay. like, oh, cute boys, cute boys. But Channing Tatum, obviously. Like I was yeah. saying to you, I think that the, the special features of this DVD have a counter of how many times he's shirtless throughout the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I remember oh. like there was a period of his career where like he got fat and grew a mustache to like be quote unquote taken seriously as an actor. Oh. Dark times. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bad. know where your money comes from, Channing Tatum. <laughs> like, he used to be a stripper in real life. Like, he should know this. <laughs> While we're talking about him, the part where I had to stop the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I waited till Jessica was taking a sip of water. A spit take. A spit, for a spit take there. He when, was like, they, he was talking about his feelings. Right. That he had a crush on two different girls. He was talking to Viola as Sebastian. Right. And yeah. it was just that he's a big, sensitive boy. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just lost it there. And, and it yeah. Because he's like, I don't know. Like, Olivia's really great. And Viola's really great. <laughs> and then, uh, so Viola, afraid that her, like, persona was dropping, was like, which one do you want to see naked? <laughs> And he's like, why do you want to talk about girls in such crude terms? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was... <laughs> so it's graphic terms. <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> no one else... <laughs> I think you to be that. It doesn't sound funny to say it. It, it, it was it, very funny it, to watch uh, Andrew yeah. lose it. <laughs> Sorry, you had to be there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it was the funniest thing ever. Just a Channing Tatum 
being being the sensitive dude. Wait, Channing Tatum is like a champion of like the healthy male friendship in a movie. Because I was telling you before, I was like, in oh. Magic Mike 2, that's like the main plot of Magic Mike 2 is healthy male friendships and, me and men supporting each other. Like in their dreams, it's like, oh, you want to you wanna start a bakery? That's so cool, man. And like, oh, you want to build furniture? Cool. Like, follow your dreams. <laughs> Oh, I have it written down here. I've forgotten where exactly it is in the movie, but uh, there is someone says she gives good nod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was ADR, too. Like, you could totally tell that was added after the fact. Right. Because, yeah, when she walks into the science class, like, how do you know her? She gave you the nod. Yeah. Oh, and then somebody else goes, yeah, yeah she gives good nod. <laughs> That's, like, needlessly crude. Like... It was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. uh, the, the other thing that like upset me in this movie was basically everything that David Cross said and did. <laughs> but <laughs> I loved everything that David Cross. <laughs> but that's said why, and like, did. it was on. Like he he's just it's, so oh, good at being cringy. so creepy. Like yes. he's Tobias from Arrested Development. Like <laughs> in everything he does. It was great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Something that I upset you with? Oh, because I was kind of. Uh, rooting for. Oh, you wanted them to kiss. Sebast <laughs> Viola Sebastian had to kiss Olivia. Olivia, yeah. And I was like, I was don't like, be gross. <laughs> it's like it's gotta happen. It's, it's it's it was it really looked like it was heading that way. <laughs> that at some point they got a kiss and and then and then it would be it would be just like Back to the Future when Marty McFly oh, yeah. kisses his mom. Oh yeah. And go and realizes you know they they realize this is. Wait, they didn't actually. Oh yeah, they did, and they then did. they both went. Ugh. Yeah. 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 Oh my so, god, Back to the Future. I don't even want Back so, to the Future. You see, now. I was kind of all these expecting. good movies. We, when we talk about good movies while we're watching bad movies, and it just makes me <laughs> miss the good movies. I just expected the the they were kind of going to do something like that. You'd think, like, for ratings or, like, yeah. well, there, titillations. There's the, there's the two scenes during the soccer match where real Sebastian drops his pants and shows his <laughs> wanger. He's like, I'm not oh, a girl. What, Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what did he call? Like, David Cross, he's like, he showed his, like, oh, dingleberry, dingleberry or something. Yeah, it was I don't, hilarious. It was so gross. And then... Amanda Bynes. When they swap back, yeah. And yeah, then she's Amanda like, Bynes I'm a girl. To, I'm yeah. a girl, prove it. So she shows her breasts yeah. in front of the whole crowd. Yeah. And <laughs> was it what does the dad, oh yeah, the dad in the crowd who has like one line in the whole movie is like, oh, this, this, is it just me or does the soccer game have a lot more nudity than usual? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that he's complaining that he canceled his squash game to yeah. be here today. Yeah. He's also country club dad. Yeah. But so, yeah, that was like his pretty much his only line in I, the movie. I wonder if he goes to a different country club. I think so. Well, you their know, parents are of, divorced, right? right? Like, And it implies that they've been divorced for a long time, kind of. Yeah. Because the parents don't even talk. They're so just... in the beginning when they were married, they would have been going to the same country club. So You'd think. No, well, yeah. that wasn't country club, though. It was specifically this junior league, which is like a women's thing for like okay. I just debutantes. And he club. probably is golfing or in, and squashing right. on the other half. Okay. I mean, even if it was a different same country club, like, doesn't mean they, they could interact. avoid each yeah. other for the most part. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I like that we're talking about rich people country club behaviors like either <laughs> like, of us have experienced Like we it. know? Uh, yeah. I've never been to a country club. I needn't.
full disclosure. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's a giant lie. Because I have a friend who lives on the the Bear Mountain Golf Resort property on the island, so oh. it's like this really swanky uh, golf course club hotel. But there's also whoever the developers were that developed the area. There's also condos and stuff there, so they live there, so they get a discounted like membership. So mm. I've been to. <laughs> Full disclosure. And I have been to <laughs> I went... Aurora Golf and Tennis Country Clubs. My parents went there, but it wasn't super high end where <laughs> you pay $10,000 oh, uh, membership, membership fees. fees and stuff like that. Those do exist in Ontario. Oh, they, I, they yeah. exist here too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because I, I went golfing so this really it's like it's really expensive to play golf there so i and i'm not a golfer so i like went with my friend i rented clubs and then after about three holes i was like i i hate this so i just <laughs> i just, just drove no i drove the golf cart nice it was the best while well, my friend like actually played golf and then i told my dad because my dad's an avid golfer i was like dad yeah i went and played golf at bear mountain and he's like you got you got to play at Bear Mountain? <laughs> I, saw, I was like, not really, because I got bored of it and I, did, I stopped playing. <laughs> He's like, what? I was, I was like, I've never got to play there. <laughs> so, but it was fun. And then, yeah, like we've been to the one year for my birthday. She took me to the spa there. It was very nice. So <laughs> thanks, Susan. I know you're listening. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, let's wrap, wrap it up. Let's keep it lit. We're already over an hour. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gotta keep no, it tight. I think I had more things written down, but meh. Meh. No, I can't be bothered. Yeah, we're. I was we're, like, we're not I was. As, we're not as combative about over this movie because yeah. we both kind of liked it. And, uh, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like I liked it. I wrote down things that kind of like should anger me, but. Like, well, like I said, we have that blanket understanding that the gender norm stuff is not cool. Yeah. So then with that in, in context, then I was like, whatever, let's just let me enjoy this movie. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. So where can we find us? Where, where can we find us? We can find us on social media, sure. uh, Instagram and Twitter at Swimcast, S-W-Y-M cast or email swimcast at gmail.com. Well, if you're listening to this, you probably found it somewhere. <laughs> or Andrew or I emailed it to you. Oh, we crammed it down your throat. <laughs> we crammed it down your throat on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yes. Yes. So S-W-Y-M. Yes. Yeah. So this is, again, <laughs> I feel like we need some, well, in, in editing, there's a lot of fake credits that go after this, but I feel yeah. like we should have some script. There's nobody to thank. We do all the work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But we can thank. I'd like to thank me for bringing okay. bubble tea today. Oh, yes. You definitely are my. Yeah. You definitely are my I'd like short to groupers thank, that. Oh, yes. Yeah. I would like to thank Caroline for putting up with us doing this like every couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> she gets kicked out of the living room. Stick around. There'll be another song by Stermonics and Friend, I'm sure. And uh, there will be some outtakes after that. Yes, yeah. we, we have some today. Outtakes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Okay. See you next time. next time. Yes. Later. Bye bye. Peace out.
Hi everyone, Stermonix here. Thanks for making it this far. For anyone living in Vancouver, I just wanted to hip you to the fact that there are a couple of cool shows happening at the Rio Theatre this month. On Wednesday, October 23rd at 7pm sharp, it's Story Story Lie, where the guests tell wild, incredible, but true stories, except for one of them. Try and figure out who's lying. Again, the show starts on time, 7 p.m. Don't be late. Then, on Thursday, October 24th, it's the start of the 12th season of Paul Anthony's Talent Time with co-host Ryan Beal. It's a talent show. It's fun. It's a Vancouver institution. Just go see it. It starts at 8-ish. Both shows are at the Rio Theatre at Commercial and Broadway, where there's always cool events. Today's musical feature is an exclusive, never-before-released song called Drifting by myself and Netboy Steve. It's an improvised one-take recording we did a while back. Steve is on guitar, and I'm on keyboards. Netboy Steve can be found on SoundCloud. Link in the show notes. After that will be outtakes, because they just won't stop effing up.
I think we should start the recording but before the recording because that's usually where we have the most interesting banter. Like I learned so much about microphones and sound and all of this podcast gear that we have and it's way more interesting than forced banter. By the time we get to the the podcast banter, we've already had a really interesting conversation. <laughs> Caroline, what? Could you maybe sit beside the couch here? Oh, if I must. Yeah, because you're 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 commenting, but this we, we're not going to be we, able to hear we, you. We, no, we won't hear it, and it's very difficult. It'll. It'll That's okay. It, it doesn't have to go on the <laughs> it, it does because you're talking at the same time as us, so it has to be. You have to sit basically on the floor beside Jessica. Or shout. <laughs> no, where are you? He's behind me. I can see the microphone, it's fine. The microphone can see me. Okay. Okay, so we'll keep on. It's not a camera. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would drive it crazy if I said that. <laughs> okay, we're gonna resume now. Okay. Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation, and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks, holograms so real you can touch them. Like, oh my god!